Oh, oh, hey there. Oh, hey, hey there, Dan Jr. Hey. Oh. Long Don't time, you recognize me? Long time no see, Dad. That's right. It's, it's Dan Sr. Yeah, yeah. What do you just want? In the, uh, just in the neighborhood, uh, you know, uh, working on my uh, ornithology business. I got a couple, you know, side Spell hustles. ornithology. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I... Well, why don't we do that inside? Why don't I just bring my stuff inside and uh, I'll make myself comfortable. Maybe you'll make me some uh, coffee. Uh, Father-son coffee? What do you say there, bud? Get out. Dan Jr., I'm yes. actually... Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Takes oh, off, hi, wig. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Indie Film Review. That was Jared's dad voice. Was probably the best acting I've ever done. Probably. And yeah. I've seen wow. all of your acting. My Mrs. Doubtfire heel turn there at the end, I think, was a revelation. So much of a revelation that we're going to ignore the fact that you called it Mrs. Doubtfire because that was original and Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire copied you. That's right. <laughs> uh, and I'm not pointing all this out just because at the end of that bit, I didn't know what else to do. And I was like, uh, I guess I'm a lady now. I don't know. What's funny? We watched a film called Edge of Town. Yeah. It was written and directed by Christopher Flippo. Uh, this is the Indie Film Review, by the way. I'm sure you guys already know. Uh, that's Dan. I'm Jared. Uh, we both love you. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Anyway, directed by Christopher Flippo, written by Christopher Flippo. Christopher uh, Cliplo? Christopher Cliplo. Christopher <laughs> Flippo. Um, starring Audrey Deitz, Jeff James, and Dwayne Whitaker. Dwayne the Rock Whitaker Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Whitaker Johnson. Can you smell what <laughs> dad is cooking up in the Hell con artist yeah. area? Okay, so basically Edge of Town is about a woman named summer and she has an estranged family she she's growing up or she's living in the house that she grew up with or grew up in her mom sold she it grew to up her. with her house <laughs> <laughs> her mom sold it to her before she died and um along the way um she has her brother holt who's down on his luck come live with her mm -hmm. and she tries to support him while he tries to get a job and then Daddy shows up. Ooh, Daddy! Daddy's name is Dodge. Dodge comes to town, and um, she has to... And there's bad blood. You can tell there's bad mm. blood between Dodge and Summer. And mm. she has to deal with her brother who doesn't want to do anything, and her yeah. dad who doesn't want to do anything, and they're kind of ruining her life. Yeah, it's a real family situation, and it, it kind of gets into, like, you know... Uh, loving your family do you do you have to do you want to should you you know are or you like your faja you, are you like you your maja dupe them yeah should you con them because you're a crazy con artist man yeah um so an alternate title for this film is summer river which Ooh. i actually thought was kind of nice because one of the best little monologues in this film is about the summer, quote unquote, summer river. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering why they changed it to Edge of Town because Edge of Town tells me nothing. Summer I river. I hardly even know her river. Oh 
boy, that was really good. Wow. You want to do another take on that, buddy? Oh, just okay, get it in there again. twice? Yeah, let's try it again. Summer River. I hardly even know her river. Ah, much better. Much better. We wanted a good, clean take, so when we do it on the podcast... They're gonna be like, ah, hey, do you really know her river, man? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, anyways, thank you for sending us film. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, we're gonna do questions, actually. Dan, do you have a question for me? Yes, Jared. How did you appreciate, on a scale of one to appreciate, mm. um, the writing in this film? Ah, yes. You know what? I went back and forth in the writing. Really? There were sometimes I wasn't a big fan of it. There were there were moments that felt a little eye rolly for me, and I don't know if in terms of the story or in terms of the dialogue, like what part of the dialogue. dialogue. Interesting, because I feel the opposite. I mean, I, we're not in spoilers yet, but I, I I have to get into this. It's not really a spoiler, but like a character is saying that he's broken. He's like, "Hey, is there anything I can fix around here?" And he's like, "Besides me, <laughs> you know." It's like we get it. You're like a broken character. I it, it just felt like some of these things were a little on the nose all the time. Cringy. And it, 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 it was getting a little eye-rolly to me, yes. Then there were other times where, again, like I said, like the Summer River monologue was amazing. Yeah. A lot of the stuff with uh, Dodge, I really liked. Well, okay, so I didn't really have a problem with the dialogue. Like, it didn't make me roll my eyes, but that just might be me. But I, sure. like you were saying, um, mm. a lot of the dialogue becomes poetic and really cool and metaphorical mm. and that really impressed me to no end maybe that's what was a little distracting to me because it it's not naturalistic mm-hmm. um i just didn't get the vibe that I, I don't i don't know it's not like a supernatural thing you know it's like when you watch a wes anderson movie you're like okay this shit is like in a different reality like these people don't live on planet earth yeah um but this felt real to me and then when they start speaking like that way it felt like oh i can see i can see the writer speaking through these characters instead of the characters having their own sense of autonomy right yeah like that illusion is broken to me it's like i am watching a movie basically i'm being reminded that i'm watching a film well Um, i mean you're reminded that you're watching a film because summer is an actress and what a lot of her a lot of her dialogue that she's practicing for directly reflects to the conflicts of the film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, the actual actress who plays Summer. You're telling me that she's an actress. I'm like, well, I mean, oh, that too. God. It's like super meta, bro. It's Holy like she's shit, an actress playing meta, an actress. Ooh. Ooh. An actress sandwich. Uh, so <laughs> what else? I don't know. I don't know. What I'll say is I felt mixed. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Dan. Yes. How did you feel about the acting? I felt shaken, not stirred. Oh. Um, the acting. It, oh, dude. Mixed. The acting. Three powerhouses. Okay, so Audrey Dietz. Dietz. Audrey Dietz. She is... She. I mean, I don't want to say she carries the film, but she is like the strength of the film. Not because the other two actors are worse than her but because her character is so strong and you get to spend the most time with her so she's good at being like defiantly annoyed by everyone. yes and it's, it's wonderful <laughs> and then yeah jeff james um yeah oh my god he plays such a good broken character like i feel bad for him a lot of the time mm. and he nailed being pathetic 
I think that's really what yes. it is. Yes. So initially I thought his character was going to be like, hey, it's me. I'm the fuck up brother. Yeah, me too. Like a Jack Black type of character. But yeah. now he's like, I am a sad, pathetic <laughs> yeah, human being. exactly. And I was and surprised like, oh, by that. And he oh, did it so well. And that's then who you are. Dwayne Whitaker. Okay. Oh my God. Dwayne Whitaker plays the perfect fuck up mm. dad ever. He's such a bastard. <laughs> He's, you can feel him manipulate his kids, and it's it's gross. Apparently, he's a he's a horror movie guy. He's been in a bunch of bunch of cool. He's been in Pulp Fiction from Dust Till Dawn too. Really, uh, a bunch of shit. Yeah, he's he's a vet man. He he a dang old vet. I gotta go back and watch these movies. A lot of, a lot of slasher films. I like Dwayne a lot. He was really good in this. Was there any time that you felt conflict was unfounded or out of place or? Mm not contributing to the overall story. I almost think there is a lack of conflict in this movie. Okay. Uh, certain, certain times I'm watching this film and I'm just like, I don't know what the goal of this scene is. So it's like, I understand what the three motivations of each character is and kind of what they want, but there's a lot of them just kind of talking to each other. Usually it's about family and I don't know if it's progressing the story at all. And when that's happening, usually what's happening on the screen and in the dialogue has to be very interesting. And it, a lot of the time I was feeling my eyes kind of wander from like, ah, I'm just like, okay, let's get to the thing. Um, a lot of it was in the early stages of the film before the uh -huh. dad shows up. Once the dad shows up, the movie just like kicks you right in the fucking teeth. With that intro of his. Oh, God, um, yeah. It does kind of slow down a little bit more after that. But then the drama, the drama between the three characters is a lot better than just the drama between the brother and the sister. It's a family you know affair. I mean? family. It's a family love triangle. Yeah, what? <laughs> Did I say that wrong? I, I can't talk I today. I think... A you family just... love triangle, not a no, triangle. No, 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 I heard you. Uh, no, tri <laughs> a family love triangle, Dan. Usually when I think of a love triangle, I don't think that between... Anyways. Oh, I'll, oh I'll tell I you see later. what you're saying. No, nah, I'll tell you when you're gross. old. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. You're, you're innocent. You're an innocent child. You're right. I'll tell I'm you just, what. I'm just mm -hmm. Holt. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know any better. Dad comes and I, he, he comes once a year. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, damn it. During the love Cut triangle, that out. he comes Cut once that a year. Out. Oh, no. my God. Nope. It's in. <laughs> You're a fucking pervert. Uh, Dan, I don't know if I answered your question. I hope I did. Yes, you did. Okay. Dan, I have one final question for you. Yes. What did you think about the skinematography? It, like, it was interesting in some areas. Like, it was doing interesting things mm -hmm. in terms of, like, framing and in terms of movement. But it serviced what the film was trying to do. Like, the film yes. was not being about cinematography. But it yes. did take some time to think about the framing. So I can respect that. It was more of like, I'm interested in what the characters are doing and saying and less about I want to do interesting but potentially distracting things yes. with the camera. But I think we can both agree that me and you love weird shit with the camera. Oh, yes, absolutely. If it works. Um, so in that regard, it was like standard camera work, right? Yes, I mean, yes. it was good. Standard. It was good. There's nothing wrong work. with it. Jared, I do have a final question for you. Okay. Have you cut down that branch yet? That fucking character. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into spoilers now. Edge of Town. Again, with some of the writing, the way he speaks to the dad 
is really strange to me. So I get why he's kind of upset with the daughter. He's I like, don't. I want you to cut this branch down. And he's like, she's like, okay, I'll do it. Uh, Cause he, I mean, he's only visited her. Tw- I mean, yeah, he's kind of overreacting, but you can see how like, well, it's implied dick, that it makes... he has been doing this a lot. Yes. He's come to her before and basically there's a branch that's blocking his daughter's window and she can't see the beautiful Georgia Ooh. or wherever countryside. Yeah. And he comes and he's like, hey, I'm going to be mad at you and I'm going to treat you like a woman because I'm a nasty man. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's being a nasty man. So he walks up. This is the second time he's visited the house. He's knocking on the door to harass her again and be like, hey, listen, I cut the branch myself. Here's a bill that you have to pay because I cut the branch. And I'm like, okay. But then somehow he doesn't notice that there's a man sitting on the porch, like, two feet away from him and it's it's an issue with um the what's not in frame doesn't exist until it's in frame and i don't know that stuff bothers me so he's like oh suddenly man so then they have this conversation and he opens the conversation something to the effect of like now who the hell is this like is that who you talk to when you're on someone's property yeah (laughs) don't know a person i wouldn't even address the person sitting on the porch, because that's fucking weird. Just talk to the person you came to talk to. Say hello. You know, like, act like a human. I, I don't know. It was, it was really weird. And and I feel like that happens a few times in this film where people have interactions. That don't make sense. That I don't. Yeah, like, who are these people? I don't know. Um, does, did anything like that in the film bother you at all? Or am no, I just being I a think little you're nitpicky? Just being a little bitch. nitpicky. I mean, maybe not nitpicky, but it just, it didn't bother me, I guess, is the best way to think about it. Mm -hmm. Dan, were you able to guess the twist? I wasn't able to guess it until he called. Okay. So basically, there's this this overarching plot line is um, Dodge lost his wife's ring in a poker game because he's an idiot. His ex-wife's ring. His ex-wife's ring. In a, in a poker game because he's an idiot and he wants to get it back. So he's convincing his children to help him break into this person's house. Mm-hmm. And he does it with um, Holt one time and Holt's the getaway driver. And they have a plan and it doesn't work and they, they just drive away. And he's like, we got to go back. And then he doesn't necessarily convince Summer to do it. Summer's like, you know what? I'm going to help you. And her plan is because... Dodge is trying to get Holt, you know, into his you know, shit, basically. Yeah, like, just to rob people, because that's what he does. Yeah. He's a con it, artist. So, so Summer doesn't want that for Holt, and she's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play along with my dad, and I'm going to trap him in the house, and I'm going to call the cops on him so he mm-hmm. um, is arrested. Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, that's a good plan, and she ends up arresting him or getting him arrested or we think she gets him arrested but it turns out that the guy who he was trying to rob just didn't press charges and he was buddy buddy with him again now is this implying that the entire scheme was fake with the ring some of the dialogue it felt like that was implied but i don't I don't want it to be implied i just i want it to be like he was literally trying to break in and because he's such a good con artist, he's like, oh, I was just trying to get my ring, man. And then they're buddy-buddy. I don't know. I I think the movie is trying to tell you that all of that was a setup so that 
all of this stuff would somehow happen the way that the dad wanted so he could give. Because the whole thing is he wants to give the ring to his daughter, but he knows his daughter won't accept it. Why? That's crazy. All of it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, But he, she he wants thinks, it, so why wouldn't she accept it? I don't know. That's the first thing I don't understand. Um, uh, the second thing is, Dan, do you have any rooms in your house that lock from the outside? No. Huh. <laughs> really? So you don't have like any like prison room where you keep someone trapped? Well, I mean, not on, not on air. Not on record, not, yes. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't, I didn't say basement. <laughs> so how is this man locked in this room? I don't understand. Um, and then there's like a big reveal at the end where they're like, the son is like asking the dad, like, yeah, you could have broke down that lock. Why didn't you? He's like, oh, you know, I don't know. And it's like, that's interesting if it didn't, if all the other plot holes didn't have to contend with what was going on. For instance, how does the dad know that she's going to eventually come on this heist with him exactly how how well, how does he know well, that so he's going to get locked in a room we're still and that operating she's gonna find the ring first that's that's why i'm saying like i can't i couldn't make it even though it felt like it was implied i couldn't wrap my head around like this whole thing was done on yeah. purpose i think i don't know i i can't i can't accept it i i, I want to just think that you know she's just like i'm just gonna get him arrested and that was the whole I, thing and then so he goes into the house. The first time the old man goes in the house by himself, he searches for a long time. And this is when he was with Holt, right? Doesn't find the ring. When the daughter and him both go in the house together, she searches a dresser that has a little jewelry nook. Literally, it's designed and to hold jewelry. And he literally in it. told her where it was going to be. He's like, you might want to go check this room because they probably have a jewelry box in there. So. How did he not check it before unless he already had found it? And he's like, oh, I'm going to do a scheme. I'm going to get my daughter. to." I don't know. I'm just, it's silly. And then um, actually what tipped me on the big twist, because I didn't know what it was. I just knew something was up is because the old man was like, oh, I lost the ring in a card game. I'm like, this guy's a card shark. He's a cheat. And he's even doing all these tricks. And I'm yeah. like, he would obviously would have cheated during the game. Why wouldn't he have cheated? How does, like, this guy doesn't lose unless he gets caught. So I'm like, I don't understand. So that was, I like that. I thought that was kind of a cool, like, nod to, like, hey, there there might be something more going on. So I appreciate the twist. I just don't think it worked out. Then the other question becomes, like, how did the cops not, what? (laughs) How did the cops not get it? Well, I would assume when the cops got there, the owner of the house is like, oh, no, he's my friend. He's not robbing me. Right? And they just make the cops leave. Because that would be like, how would you explain that away? That he got locked in a in a room. I mean, hey, if the owner says he's supposed to be there, it's weird. But I mean, yeah, I think he'd be fine. It's it's really strange. So there's a lot of little things that maybe made sense when they were like uh, writing it out. I don't know. It's just uh, getting more eyes on it. I, which I just is don't why, think a lot of that which stuff is why I'm clicks. trying not to think about it as. It was know, supposed know, to be a a family affair, and he he made it so that she was going to get it. I like to think that. Well, I mean, would that and because at that point he would he's the big mastermind, and he's he's mm-hmm. the con artist of all con artists. And she tried to con him, but you can't con the con man. Uh, I guess. No. 
Uh, it's just some, that's some 4D chess there, man. I, I, it's hard to anticipate what someone else is going to do. Um, it's interesting. I feel like that's when the plot happens. Mm-hmm. But I don't, that's such a small portion of the film. That's like maybe 30, 30 minutes, 20, 20, 30 Well, I mean, because basically the, 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 the purpose of the film is to get to know the character. So I started watching yes. it like as a character study and like, okay, summer and like summer comes on, like the word summer comes on screen yes. and um, we get to know a little bit about her and then it says Holt and we get to know more about him and then Dodge is introduced. So I thought the film was more important in developing that character rather than developing the plot Hmm. so whenever we get the plot that happens it doesn't necessarily to me feel out of place it's it's certainly not what i was watching the film for at that point okay so i was a little confused as to well i mean i guess i wasn't just whenever summer agreed to go on to this this excursion with them i'm like wait what yeah, there, ha- there has mean, to be another way. To... And there was another reason for her doing it. So at least that kind of made sense, right? Because this movie, it is more of a character study. And I, I, I didn't really, that idea didn't click into my head quick, quick enough, I would say. But the other issue is the characters themselves, it was hard for me to care about them. I would say excluding the dad. I thought the dad was pretty sympathetic. And I was able to latch on to kind of like, just like when he was drunk. I feel like we just had more scenes with him that were uh, just more really true to the depth of like who that character is, right? Like like when he pushes his son and he apologizes. And, that scene and, was amazing. Yeah, there was like just like a, a few really good scenes with him. Even when he was, even when he's like manipulating his kids, uh, they'll ask him a question like, well, do you really want to know how my day is? Or like, are you trying to get at something else? And he's like, can it be both? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but, and uh, there's some great stuff with, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, think about? Okay. Just think about how the characters are built. So you have, what is summer's defining trait? Like she's kind of this independent woman who is getting her, her catharsis with acting. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's wanting to become somebody else. And they even talk about that in the dialogue. Yeah. That um, this the her her play director, he's like, I knew a woman once that reminded me of you. And she said that the only time that she ever feels real is whenever she is on stage rather than the opposite. That actor has the best voice, by the way. Oh, the pink shirt right? guy. Yeah, like, he was oh, so good. Hello, I am movie phone man, <laughs> and I can talk forever, and everyone will listen. I'm like, oh my god. Just put yourself on a podcast so I can listen to it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he, he's actually replacing me starting tomorrow. Uh, yes! He's replacing both of us. <laughs> yes. He's just going to do the show by himself. Anyway, so you have that aspect. You have Summer is... like, There's something about the profession of acting that is, is important to her. And she's wanting to do good with it. And she practices. And it's it's part of her personality. And what is acting but putting on a mask. So you Well, have... it's like she... Everyone keeps telling her that she's like her dad. Or she's 50% of yeah. her parents. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. They, they bring she doesn't want to be. Yes. She wants to be someone Herself. else. And you're totally yeah. right. She's trying to like... She's using acting as a way to escape. Almost like... it. I just don't like how the film is like, you're fated. You're fated to be like your parents and they're a part of your DNA. And like, 
they're they're in you. So well, like okay, their personality now, is now in you. Because I disagree with that. Here's my point. So you have that aspect, right? Yeah. That that outside that that extroverted aspect. Like I'm an actress and I'm going to do that. But then you have the introverted aspect of the son who is just absolutely pathetic. His life is in shambles. Mm. And think about how the dad is. Like they are both sides of the dad. Like yeah, she has his exactly extroversion and she has or she has his extroversion and he has the introversion, mm-hmm. like the tenderness and the oh I want to be a dad kind of thing. Yeah. So it, it's it they are very much a dichotomy and they are very much a representation of both sides of their dad's personality. And then whenever yeah. dad gets introduced into the picture, um you don't necessarily see that right away, but you see as it unfolds and the character of the dad kind of rests on both of them and their reaction to him is very telling because she wants nothing to do with him and she's like you know what fuck you get out of my house you're Mm -hmm. you're abusing it and if you don't do that i'm gonna call the cops on you basically and then Mm -hmm. the other one's like come on it's our dad so it's like they are polarized yeah and that polarization is already like it's a sad it's a sad story like nobody wins in this scenario (laughs) besides maybe the dad (laughs) all right so i feel like i've been negative on this so i'm going to talk about some scenes i liked i like the scene where holt calls his ex and tells her that he won the lottery oh god and it was only like 10 grand and she's like oh that's great i'm really happy for you he's like you know i I thought this would be a lot more exciting <laughs> to do this. I thought I'd feel a lot better doing well, this. Because the way he does it is like, I got $10,000 to spend on a woman. It's like, oh, and God, like, oh, gross. Well, that's, that's great. You can spend that however you want. She's just like so over him because he's so childish. Oh, I love it. That was really good. And <laughs> Do you and, have a scene you want to yeah, you like? Yeah, Dodge, because we kind of briefly talked about it, but Dodge's entrance into this film is fantastic. Oh. So... He's off camera. He he's in foreman's clothes, like he's a painter. But yeah. you only see the coveralls. And this dude drives up in this really nice truck, and he's like, uh, uh, he he pull, he parks and he goes into the convenience store. But right as he goes into the convenience store, um, Dodge is like, "Hey, uh, how long are you gonna be? Because I gotta paint over here." And then the guy's like, oh, man, I don't know. I really need to take a shit. He's like, all right, well, take your time, but leave your keys out here just in case I need to move your car. And then Dodge already has, um, he already has, he already has a suitcase. He already has dry clean, like the the clothes that he was going to change into. And he just steals this guy's (laughs) car, which, I mean, I love the scene, but it's like, how did he get away with that for the entire film? And they even bring it up later. It's like, I don't think that's dad's car. It's like, well, no shit. It's not dad's car. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. (laughs) The dad is pretty great in this movie. I wanted him to do more crimes and like fuck up more shit. Uh, I well think of it this way like okay so the, all the resolutions right uh, the dad doesn't really have a resolution like he's exactly where he was at the beginning of this film at the end he's the same yeah Holt he's exactly where he was from the beginning as he was at the end he's pathetic he's gonna move yeah. out of his sister's house he still has no job he's been like five or six months no job uh, the only person who's had any growth maybe is, uh, the lead character summer who she's like, I, I mean, she got a ring 
and she's doing more acting. I don't think she she's had a role. I don't think she has more growth because she would have been doing that anyway. God, yeah. So like, nothing happens to these characters. Like, they don't. So that's that's kind of a thing. You know what you know what I mean? I mean, there's no I, arc. I get there's why no arc. I get why you're upset, but I think that's part okay. of the point of the film. Maybe because Maybe. yeah, you, you can't. Like the the message of the film is I don't want to be anything like my parents. I uh-huh. like unless I, I want to be my good parent. I want to be like my mom. Like it's, I'm yeah. I'm okay with being called my mom, but don't associate me with my dad. And because none of them grow, they all maintain the same, you know, family bond. Like they they all maintain the same personality traits. And mm. that I think is what the point of the film is. It's like, you know, no matter what, you can't outgrow where you come from. You can't outgrow, mm. um, you know, the the traits that make you human, which are passed down by your your, your parents. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. No, it's interesting. I just disagree with like the whole like you're just like your parents, and you're destined to be that way. Oh, that's uh, as much as I don't want to agree with it. I stupid. agree with it. Yeah, do you? Yeah. You son of a bitch. I know I cough in the mirror more, bro. (laughs) No, whenever I stand up, I make like dad noises. I'm like, just like my dad. And then my coughs are like really scary, you know? They're super loud. (laughs) It's like the only other person I know who coughs like that is like my dad. All right, anyways, okay, that's the show. Bam, we did it. Bam, blammo. Guys, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. We have a Patreon for filmmakers or regular fans. There are three tiers. You have your $1, your $3, your $5. That $5 tier is for filmmakers who want to get their film on a shorter waiting list because our current turnaround is about six months so if you don't probably longer honestly we got so many so many submissions recently some that we haven't even replied to yet so it's probably seven to eight months um (laughs) if you want to not wait for that then give us five bucks one-time donation and we will put your film on a shorter list it'll be done in like a couple weeks Absolutely. So, hey, Necropoticon Network is the place we are affiliated with. You should check it out. I'm on a podcast called Sons of the Fathers. It's a really good Call of Cthulhu actual live play podcast. I play stupid characters. What do you, who do you think I'm going to play as? I'm going to play as some dumbos. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's scary. It It's serious at times. I try to make it funny and I get told not to, which is, uh, you know, I like being I like working within rules. Uh, <laughs> just like uh david lynch i actually create better art when i'm given uh, a box most people would yeah uh okay guys oh my god we did it thank you so much dan you're the final word first of all i'm going to unbox lynch because I think it's very artistic. Second of all, you guys <laughs> don't even know how hard it is. Like hours, hours I stay up, maybe even days, just coming up with this final word, and I don't get a, a lick of appreciation. <laughs> I'm going to unbox two David Lynch's, and I'm going to force oh. you all to watch whatever they come up with. <laughs> oh, no.
Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.